You are now about to go on a generic side quest. I just heard this one brown girl talking to this brown guy. She's like, I don't get this new trend where girls are coming in like gray sweatpants. Sorry, she's like, hello. <laughs> what up? Welcome to another generic transmission with uh, your boy. Amriel. And this is Ricky the Leaf, 8-Bit to the Future. This is what I go by. That's right. He's swirling a cup of Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. And we are here <laughs> on September the 9th, Monday, September the 9th, 2019. 9-9-2019. What happened on this day, 1999? Well, 20 years ago, the Dreamcast came out. Ooh, are you feeling old? I am feeling very old because I remember when that came out. I remember being very excited, loving the system, and then seeing it die a horrible death right after. Sony? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some great franchises with Jet Set Radio, Power Stone. Power Stone is a fun game. Sonic Adventure. And all their sports games were pretty Yeah, good. like uh, the boxing game. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, like no, even like the basketball stuff. game. Oh, yeah. 2K started on that, yeah, th- yeah. On that thing. 2K2, I think, is... Probably like one of my favorite basketball games. Mm. Still plays well. I don't know. I haven't plugged it in, but I'm sure it still plays well. And of course, the prelude to the Wii U, the FMV little. Oh yeah, <laughs> the their memory cards. Yeah, where you could play with your chows in uh, Sonic Sonic Adventure. Screen in the controller. Yeah. Today's uh, episode is in loving memory of Sega Dreamcast, to be specific. But we're gonna start the show. With a little bit of self-discovery. Basically want to know what you've been up to this past week or so since we last recorded. What have you been playing or what's happening with you in the world of gaming? Honestly, my gaming has been put on hold. I've been doing real-world things that will potentially allow me to game in the future. That's right. I do keep up with... And I think I'm addicted to Dr. Mario World. Oh, God. Uh, really good game. Like, I really yeah. like that game. It's different. It's much different than regular Dr. Mario. Pills float up and all this stuff. But it's engaging. They're always adding new content. There's challenges to be unlocked. It's really addicting to get the characters. I've not dropped a dime on the game, and I don't ever intend to drop a dime yeah. in the game. But the ranking, the online battles are so good. Except those, man, those Japanese. And there's no limit on the online battles. You could play as much as you want. As much as you want. I mean, cool. at a certain point, it doesn't make sense because when you play online, you have to win. I think it's seven times. To yeah, unlock. you don't get extra rewards basically at that point. Yeah, but you can still level yourself up. Yeah, like you can level yourself up for a new tier, and if you reach a new tier. Uh, you get more prizes for winning. But man, those Japanese players, they do not play. <laughs> They're crazy. I am. I, I, I look forward to getting new characters too. Like I always cash in my 4,000 coins, which seems ridiculous, but it's doable. Um, and for a little while there, we were competing. But yeah, what happened? <laughs> I kind of fell off of it. Some of the later levels got a little difficult and then it just frustrated me. I, yeah, I won't put money into that game. Only Pokemon Go is the only mobile game I'll put money into. Uh, I have been playing Pokemon Go. So I become a mobile... <laughs> <laughs> a mobile gamer i've been playing a lot of yo you're gonna laugh at this i got a new laptop which we're recording off of now mm-hmm. and there's a solitaire collection and <laughs> and i've been playing the solitaire oh collection there's like five and it's different free yeah because yeah. there was a time where i don't know if it was windows 9 where microsoft 
had like a free to play version of of solitaire i'm not even joking there was like a big outrage that it wasn't just completely <laughs> free or it was like ad based or whatever so this one has ads oh god but it's not overbearing yeah and there's five versions there's klondike which everybody knows is classic yeah uh spider free cell pyramid tri peaks and they all have different rules huh? and it's cool because um wow i say it's cool <laughs> <laughs> There are daily challenges. Every month, there's daily challenges. You rank up in each level. I only just started playing, so each one, except I guess I'm amazing at Spider Solitaire. That's my highest level. <laughs> and But it's cool playing the challenges because it makes you play all five of the games. So I know <laughs> this, this, is, this seems weird, I know. But you have to remember different rule sets. So I think it's actually making me smarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're learning different versions of Solitaire. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, anyways. So this is what happens when uh, you turn 30. 30. <laughs> yeah, gaming just becomes cards, basically. Cards and mobile games. Yeah. Well, you know, anytime we chill, I love playing cards. But yeah, honestly, a video game front, that's it. I am now seeing that they're offering mo- Mahjong. <laughs> oh, man. It's probably the same formula, too, where there's like five different versions yeah. of it and you level up and everything. Weird. But yeah, that's it. That's okay. all. How about you? I recently finished playing Fire Emblem, Three Houses. Finally finished... Full campaign? A full campaign. Not all four endings or whatever. But it took me about 47 hours or so. And that was my first Fire Emblem game. And I really liked it a lot. I didn't know if I was going to like it, but I... It's very anime. Yeah. And I don't think you've played games like that before. No. And just a tactical, like, Final Fantasy tactics style gameplay and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like JRPG, I usually yeah. would avoid those. Not because I don't like them. I just never thought I could invest time and like actually enjoy them that much. Right. But yeah, no, it's easily become my second favorite game that I've played so far this year. Okay, but so, be real, it was the anime titties. Well, my waifu, I ended up getting to waifu the girl I wanted to waifu. Nice. So I'm happy with that, but she's not as chesty as I would have wanted. Uh, what's her name? But uh bernadetta is that the timid one yeah the timid archer (laughs) who her father tried to groom her for a husband and then the mother hit her in some luggage Uh and shipped her to the school nice so i made her into a real woman um (laughs) man this is not going to be able to be released anymore (laughs) so how did you like the game it was great like you get involved with the characters okay as over the top as some of the characters are and stereotypes and things like that it was really fun going throughout the school, having the support conversations they have between each of the characters. The actual combat, I still don't think I have the whole like combat Grasp system. It down. Yeah, because there's so many different stats. Yeah. But I did get it for the most part and learned some strategies. I heard they made this one a little bit more manageable than past. Yeah, Fire. and I kind of have an issue with the difficulty. I feel like it became a little too easy at some points where Could you not change it? I'm sure I could, but it's probably because earlier on I hit a wall and then I just kept redoing that mission and oh. kept the experience. So maybe I oh. leveled up a little too much for later ones. Right, right. But the last two battles in the game were literally over an hour each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, those were like my favorite battles of the whole game. And those were challenging and I felt like I had to do a little bit of cat and mouse, pull people right. back, come back in, yeah. use my healer, stuff like that. So that was very interesting. I would love to go back into the game and see the other endings, but I don't think I'm going to be doing that anytime soon. Because... You know what that reminded me of? What? Oh, the Simpsons joke when they're watching soccer. Passes the front. He passes back. He passes the front. He passes back. Holds it. Holds, Holds it. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Fire Emblem. 
Uh, look for that review. Oh, yeah, the review coming to the channel one day. Um, and then just my typical daily stuff that I'm always playing, like Rayman. Still play Pokemon Let's Go, the oh, Switch game. Yeah, because I'm trying to get the 153 Master Challenges. I'm at 90 now. Why 53? Uh, Mel, um, Meltan and Melmetal are also included. Okay. And... Tetris 99. But we'll get to that. We're going to get to that. Actually, that's what today's podcast is about. Forget the Dreamcast. It's all about Tetris 99. <laughs> it wasn't even about that. <laughs> um, today's show, we're going to take a deep dive into the recent direct that happened on September the 4th, which was last Wednesday, I believe. But right before we get into that, there is something that came out today. Maybe not today when you are hearing this this might come out a few days later but celeste is releasing chapter nine the week that you're hearing this yes chapter nine which is would be the last chapter of celeste is coming out for free on all platforms so you're looking at steam switch ps4 xbox wherever you can play celeste go and download this it has its own story and everything oh, or yeah. like i mean it's still part of the story but there's a continuation i'm not gonna spoil anything right um because i kind of spoiled myself by watching some gameplay on ign look and for that review on 8-bit to the future actually that one i would like to review um i really didn't like the eighth chapter of celeste like the final because i felt like it changed the gameplay too much and i'm hoping that this goes more towards classic celeste that sounds weird because the game's only like yeah. a year and a half old but as most of you know, Celeste is like one of my favorite games of all time. So I'm looking forward to that and looking forward that it actually has a story and it's not just here's some more platforming levels. Supposedly like 100 levels. Right. Which is 100 screens or so. So yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. going to be an hour or two of gameplay. But very cool. Uh, Matt Makes Games is no longer Matt Makes Games. They are now known as Extremely OK <laughs> Games or EXOK for short. Now, why don't we dive right in? To the Nintendo Direct. Mm -hmm. It was highly rumored before it was coming out that we were going to get this September Direct. <laughs> it wasn't... Okay, so it was highly rumored, sure. But, like, from launch of the Switch... Yeah. There was a leak, like, a week ago. A Overwatch game uh, game case mm -hmm. for the Switch. Yeah. Not a game case, a, a Switch case. accessory, yeah. Was leaked. And so why would you have a game-branded game case if the game's not on your system? So it's pretty much... The, the surprise was kind of spoiled. Yeah. And I think they knew this, and that's why this got the position of opener. So, sorry, Overwatch is coming out for the Switch. Yeah, so the show opened up with a trailer for Overwatch coming actually quite soon, October 15th, 2019. 14? Yeah. I thought it was 15. I have 15 written in. Don't worry, don't Man, we, <laughs> the first thing from the direct, and our notes don't even match up. The show's done. <laughs> <laughs> we'll continue they did show that there's going to be new ways to play mainly gyro controls so it seems like you can tilt the switch completely or your joy cons if you're playing it that way it um, is the legendary edition yeah and a cool thing or at least i think this is cool the game's not going to be priced you were right it was october 15th. <laughs> okay there we go october 15th confirmed the game i thought blizzard was just gonna price this at a ridiculous 80 bucks even though it's cheaper on other systems but i checked the eShop and it was 50 dollars canadian so i'm gonna assume it's around 40 dollars usd oh. which is still more than the other versions yeah but it's a respectable switch tax but here, here's yeah and so the switch tax is and they're going to 
justify it as you're getting the portable version and yeah. the home console version. <laughs> Which is bullshit because this is a game that's not easily played portable because yeah, you're going to need online. a good Wi-Fi connection. Exactly. There's no... I don't think at least there's any single player. Maybe there's bots and stuff you could play with. Maybe. But other than that, this game is mainly there about is, online multiplayer. There is bots you can play with, but that's more of practice. Yeah. This game's all about the online. This wasn't revealed in the trailer, but it has been confirmed that it's only 30 frames per second and 900p docked, and I believe 720p in handheld mode, which is a little... I mean, I'm not one of those people that, oh, it has to be this frame rate or this, but... And uh, Emreal, yeah. let's check in. So Paladins is another Overwatch-type game. It's a team-based shooter where you capture the flag or area and uh, assist a points to one from one end of the map to the other yeah uh that runs in 60 frames yeah so that's a little bit concerning i know that has an adaptive or i think it's called adaptive resolution where it sometimes drops to like 500p mm-hmm. which um is quite low but at least for the most part it maintains the 60 frames a second which i would think overwatch this game's what like over two years old now or three years old yeah and it, paladins is free to play <laughs> yeah I mean, it seems a little concerning. I don't know if I was going to get this anyways. I'm not an Overwatch fan. I think it's a big get for Nintendo. It's a huge get, I would say. Yeah. I like a little bit So, I'm, I'm not an Overwatch fan either, but I like the core principle of Overwatch where there's no Overwatch 2, and I don't see there being an Overwatch 2 anytime soon. It's a game that evolves before you can pick a whole team of the same character. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty cheap sometimes in some scenarios. Now, they've limited it. So they've changed the rules as the years have went by. They've added new characters. and Yeah, they keep continuing to add new characters. Yeah, new maps. And they tweak the old characters. And their loot boxes aren't garbage loot boxes. Yeah, supposedly it's one of the better loot box systems in there. Yeah. Because you can unlock them naturally and not have to actually spend a thousand years to right. unlock them. So not a big fan, but I appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. And, I mean, the lore seems cool. I wish I actually got into the lore of Overwatch because they have those little short videos that they have for each yeah, hero. Yeah, and yeah. It, it seems like there's a lot of world building and uh, that's how, a lot of I fan believe service. That's how we found out Tracer and a few other characters were actually gay. Yeah. Yeah, Agent? No, Agent. I don't know the name of the characters. Tracer, I know, is, is a lesbian. <laughs> the, the cavalry is here, Governor. <laughs> Next on the docket, bro. We have Luigi's Mansion 3, which we know already is coming out on Halloween of this year. It's looking real good. Man, the more I see this game, the more I want it. They covered themes here, which we knew that most levels of this hotel had a theme. So they covered a sand or like desert theme. They covered a pirate restaurant theme couldn't just be a rest i mean a pirate theme <laughs> pirate. It had to be pirate restaurant and then they had a dance hall theme which it not a jamaican dance hall <laughs> uh just like a disco club yeah like electrodome in uh, mario kart 8 yeah so it seems like they're gonna add it, sh- it should have been jamaican dance hall. <laughs> uh i'm waiting for like a classic nintendo love hotel theme oh my gosh uh, i doubt that's <laughs> actually gonna happen but that would be that's a good reference bro. yeah thank you i actually wrote love hotel there uh, they also announced Scream Park, a mode which is up to eight players, two to eight players. Four on four. Yeah, four on four or one on one, I guess, or two on two, depending on how many people you have playing. You could actually play with eight Joy-Cons on one Switch where you capture ghosts 
against each other in teams, or there was target practice, and there was th- also a mode where you collect coins. Too. I think it's a cool bonus. I know the 3DS version, so Dark Moon had uh, the horror tor- tower where it was multiplayer focused. Some of the Scream Park attractions were it's basically Mario Party. Yeah. They used to do this for DS games back in the day. They would have single-player campaigns, but add in multiplayer function. Um, this reminded me a lot of that. Hmm. I'm actually not a big fan of the differently themed levels, like the dance hall or the pirate ship one. I'm not going to lie. That one, graphically, it's the most interesting one. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought the sand one was. I like the sand. The epicness and like the size and the gusts of yeah thing i like the sand one because it's a call back to the first luigi's mansion where you have to suck up the sand mm-hmm. so that was cool the, the the physics in that one seemed cool but i wish there was more a cohesive theme like the original game yeah i guess it's just the hotel in general but it yeah. still doesn't make sense why yeah. every floor of this hotel is completely random different yeah do you know if the hotel on the outside looks different is it just like a mishmash frankenstein type of thing other than like the image Promo. of the hotel, yeah, I don't know what the a- actual hotel looks like. Okay. Yeah. I wish there was more a cohesive theme, but I get the need for variety. I just I'm not I'm not sold on it as yet. But everything else, the graphics look good. The, I'm even down for the multiplayer, which is surprising. And the co-op looks yeah, the co-op looks cool where someone plays as uh, Guigi. Guigi, yeah, yeah. yeah. So throw in Mario Party type games, and you got a good package. Yeah, it's honestly. Out of Nintendo's first-party offerings for this fall, it's my most anticipated game, even more than Pokemon. Even though I'm super hyped for Pokemon, but Pokemon looks more traditional. And that's coming out Halloween. Yep, on Halloween Day. So we have to do our annual live stream of Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, of uh, (laughs) Luigi's Mansion 1 on the GameCube. So you'll probably see the annual Luigi's Mansion 1 playthrough. We're going to try to beat four hours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and get a good uh, get a good mansion yeah not this f rating and then ricky the leaf will most likely stream some luigi's mansion 3 yeah i don't know when uh is halloween on a friday i don't know we'll check that we'll check that while i move on to the next game here the next game is one of many shadow drops it is super kirby clash halloween is on a thursday it's different because usually they release their games on a Friday, but I guess because it's actually Halloween, Thematically it makes sense fits. to put it on November 1st. They should have just released it the week before. Anyways, it's all good. Super Kirby Clash is a free-to-start game that got released on the Switch the day of the Direct, so September 4th. I'm pretty sure... I don't think this was just like a ghost drop. Like It was a shadow drop. Like We never knew it was going to launch, but yeah. I'm pretty sure they spoke about this game before. I have here written... I thought this was on the 3DS, or a game similar to this was on the 3DS. Nah, I knew it was for the Switch, but I'm pretty sure... This was mentioned before? When the Switch Kirby came out. Oh, oh, Star Allies? Yeah. Not that I recall. Could be. Uh, it reminds me of a 3DS game that came out, which I swear had a very similar name, had Clash in the title or whatever. But it just seems like a co-op boss rush type of game. Pretty much. Uh, but with RPG elements? Yeah. Because it shows like hit points and stuff when you're when you're attacking the bosses. I don't know. And you, I, you also have to have the right job to to go into the battle, hmm. which was interesting. 
I haven't actually played it. I downloaded it, and I will probably try it out. Uh, the free to start kind of has me worried. So if it just gives you a few yeah, bosses you, you, to fight, you can't you can't beat the game without paying. Okay. Similar to Mario Run on. And yeah. That is Super Kirby Clash. Next, we have Trials of Mana, which is an HD remake of the third Mana game. I believe that's what they said during it. I could be completely wrong on that. 100%. You're right. You're right. What did you think of Trials of Mana? I think it looked really good. Um, The art style pops, even though it's an old game. So they kind of redid everything. It really looks good. It actually looks better than a RPG that's coming up on the list. Mm-hmm. There is a few differences from the original that they that they said, so that's good that it's not just a straight port. Yep. Um, and that's coming out twenty twenty. What did you think? April twenty fourth, twenty twenty, a day after my birthday. I mean, I've never tried any of these mana games, but yeah, the actual graphics, at least in the the cell shaded style, mm-hmm. look beautiful. It's cool that you could pretty much play this game in either a sixteen bit style, which is still made to look nicer than it originally was or in the hd graphics is that trials of mana or is that dragon quest it's, that's dragon quest that is dragon quest <laughs> oh hd and 2d yeah sorry just if you got excited for uh, being able to play that in 2d my apologies no scene we'll cut yeah that. <laughs> but the graphics do look nice but it is april 24 2020 so i will stop talking and move on to the return of the Oberdin. uh i before you sorry. return so ah, before you return, yeah, nice. <laughs> I like to see the support from Square Enix for the Switch. They're really supporting it, like the Super Nintendo days. Mm-hmm. They they kind of they they slowly. <laughs> it's just funny that you have to say the Super Nintendo days. That's how far back you have to go in there. Yeah, in Nintendo's life cycle. <laughs> now they did support like they support has been building over time. Like they were great supporters of the DS. Yeah. I'm not so sure about the 3DS, but definitely the DS. They tried their little thing with the Wii. Didn't really... Even the GameCube, we had Crystal Chronicles. Nah, that's... No, that does <laughs> not count. Um, but it, I'm, I'm glad to see a bunch of Square Enix games on the Switch. I agree. Because it's uh, Square Enix has really become, to me, a, a Sony type of company. Yeah, right? Or at least people think 100%. of them. So that's good to see that Nintendo has them on their side. So now, Oberdeen. The Return of Oberdeen. Yeah, which is coming out in fall 2019. What did you think about this one? So, it's in- it's interesting. It's about insurance investigators. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that even means, what an insurance investigator So, is. I-, I do get what an insurance investigator is. So, like, in the real world, if there is a car crash, yeah. an insurance investigator... It's an adjuster. No, an adjuster is something different. Okay. There's a on-site... Is that their official title? It's not. It's not oh, an okay. investigator. But at the scene of a crash, they yeah. go and they see if hey, are there tire tracks? Did does that mean the person mashed the brakes? Yeah. Was this actually staged or was this an actual accident? Correct. Or, yeah. So I I understand what they mean by insurance investigator. Yeah. It, I just find it hilarious that a game is based around insurance. <laughs> For those that don't know, we have backgrounds in insurance, so that's why this hit home with both of us. It seems so. <laughs> so you're exploring the ship, and the the main mechanic is you can rewind time to actually see the last moments of a corpse and then from that you piece together a wider story because the ship comes back it just appears it returns it returns thanks (laughs) uh without its crew and so it has this cool rewind mechanic it's almost like detective mode yeah right it has this cool um pontalism 
art style. Yeah, like a gray grayscale type of pencil drawing. Almost. But with dots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me of if the Game Boy could do 3D graphics, huh. which is cool, I think. It may be a bit story heavy. I don't think there will be much gameplay yeah. in this. I, I said I'm getting more of a walking simulator. With the puzzles of, like, with the time puzzles in there, but right. still going to be mostly about the story. But it's interesting, and I like games that do something different. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this in the fall of 2019, and I can't wait to find out what happens to the crew. Yeah, it'll be a cool eShop game. I think that's a perfect type of eShop game in between other stuff. I don't think it'll be very long as well, so... Yeah, 100% this is not coming physical. Another game that I don't think will become physical, maybe you think otherwise, is Little Town Hero, which was originally known as just Town. It's by Game Freak. It was announced all the way back, was it earlier this year or last year? This year, this year. Yeah, that it was going to be released in 2019. I didn't think it was going to come out in 2019 just because Game Freak's working on Pokemon. exactly. But lo and behold, we get the date of October 16th, 2019. Little Town Hero is coming out. What do you think of this one? It looks cool. It's an RPG, so we know they can do RPGs. Mm -hmm. They have a cool mechanic. So you're defending a, a town, right? And depending on where you are in the town, you can get support from townspeople. And I thought that was so cool. Depending on where you like battle within the town, yeah, there could be a guy with a sword that'll help you out, or a monster, someone's pet that'll help you out. When it first got revealed, I thought there was mechanics similar to Pokemon, like you can get... capture and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But from this latest one, I don't think that that's the case. Uh, it actually gives me, and this is not a knock per se. But it gives me WiiWare vibes. It reminds me of a Square Enix title called Little King Story. That got an actual full physical release. Oh though. man, I don't know if it's sorry. I don't know if it's called Little King Story. I think Little King Story was something else. But Square Enix released a title where you're a king, but you don't do any of the RPG elements. You send out your. It's almost like a Pikmin style game or whatever. No, no, that's oh. Little King okay, Story. Okay, that's, that's Little a, King Story. <laughs> this Square Enix. Oh, my life as a king. That's what it's called. So they released two games, My Life as a King and My Life as a Dark Lord. And so they were under the Final Fantasy brand. And this game reminds me, it has similarities, not of the core gameplay, but of the style, the look of it, which may lend credence to your theory that it won't get a physical release. It'll only be eShop. Yeah. I actually think it because it's Game Freak, it will get a physical release. I can't wait till we get... Well, hopefully we get... Um, do you remember Tembo, the badass elephant? No. Okay. The hell is that? So that's a Game Freak game. It was a platformer, oh, shooter yeah, type of thing. Oh, I think you mentioned it the other day, yeah. It's pretty cool. So I like when Game Freak does different things. Yeah, they did Drill Dozer. They like to... I think they did Pulse Man too for the Sega. Yeah, we were speaking about that the other day. I like when they can stretch their legs. So something notable of this game, and it'll actually show up a little bit later for another game in this direct toby fox of undertale fame did the music yeah and the music for undertale is beloved yeah by fans yeah yeah so yeah just a typical rpg i like the location mechanics in the town and this one comes out october 16th so that's fairly soon uh what did you think of it i'm a little bit more conflicted on it the visual style gives me Nino Kuni vibes which isn't a bad thing at all it just 
looks a little bit kind of like it doesn't really have an identity to me even though it doesn't feel like pokemon or look like pokemon i just feel like there's not that much to it mm. and also the hud seems very busy there seemed th- like there was a lot on the screen yeah of, uh, on the menus um, yeah but which makes me confident actually because i like those old school rpg mechanics i i don't know the rp old school rpgs aren't for everyone where you s- just go through endless um Waves. menus yeah but these ones kind of look different they were like circular and yeah it's it's presented in a unique way that's for sure it's not literally just a menu, menu. right in front of you there, yeah. it almost looks like if you play that in handheld mode it's gonna have the touch capacity hopefully quite well for it the reason i was thinking this was just gonna be an eShop game too was because of the price i checked it out on the eShop. it's priced here in canada I think at thirty one ninety nine, just over thirty bucks. So it seems like it's quite cheap. Usually you don't. So see that would these... be like bargain bin. Yeah, usually THQ Nordic are the only ones releasing games for thirty bucks. God bless them. <laughs> Where's my stuntman ignition? Ew, THQ why would Nordic you... get on that? I was looking that? at that today. I spent a good hour at work looking at uh, stuntman ignition. But <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Uh, Little Town Hero. I gotta wait and see. It's definitely on my radar, but I'm not getting that right when it comes out. I'll probably wait for a sale yeah. or wait for reviews at least. To what see if I told good. you you can be you can get waifus? <laughs> not in the Nino Kuni style. I will uh, get waifus in one of those other games. Right. I want one in Ober Oberdin, <laughs> Oberdin. like a cel shaded one. <laughs> Next on the docket is Smash. Oh yeah, update for Smash. So a couple of news pieces. Yeah. We actually got the release date for the next fighter in the DLC pass, which is Banjo and Kazooie. That was a shadow drop. A shadow drop on September the 4th, which is pretty cool because we just got Hero not too long ago, to be honest. And the next one is coming pretty soon, too. Yeah, and that's the one I want to talk about more. I mean, Banjo Banjo and Kazooie is cool. I've already played. I haven't played as him. But I play the spirits that come with it because every time they release one of the characters, a spirit gets released. I mean, they release spirits associated with that franchise. Yeah. That was fun. It was like all the other ones. But I really like the reveal of Terry Bogard, despite not really caring at all for the character. Did you ever play the uh, Fatal Fury games? No. I, I can't say I've played pretty much any SNK game. Really? Not even Metal Slug. I've seen Metal Slug, but I've never played a Metal you Slug never game. Metal Slug. <laughs> no. I know a bunch of SNK franchises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know like the uh, like the Neo Geo system right. and handheld and stuff like that. But I'm not a big SNK fan. Or a fighting game fan. Exactly. Right. But I really, really, really love the way they did... Yeah. The whole design with the graphical style. And I was watching it actually. You mean the intro? The intro to him being introduced. The final reveal. So they showed a bunch of SNK prominent figures. Yeah. Uh, from different franchises. And it was the Smash Envelope Invitation. And every time someone would reach for it, they would like miss it or like fall off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, it was just always out of reach for all these famous or popular uh, SNK characters. And I was watching it with Raju and Raju like kept, <gasps> that person's going to get it. No. And he just made it such a great spectacle that I loved it. So that's cool. Like as a hardcore fan of franchises, he must know. Those. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a big fighting game fan. Too, exactly. So he knew a bunch of those characters. And I was like, oh, okay, they're in this game. I don't know. <laughs> I just remember, like, I read the rumors that it was going to be Terry Bogard was going to be the yeah. SNK character. And it ended up being that character. I was actually hoping that it was a Metal Slug character. Because I know Sakurai likes to go, like, weird with it. with that stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, the character actually looks kind of reminds you of Ken with a hat. Very, mu- very much, yeah. So kind of generic looking, but it's cool to see a more obscure. I, I'm calling it more obscure. Like it's not a Banjo Kazooie. So you're you're calling it obscure because it's from an a relatively obscure company, SNK. Yeah. But we're not saying SNK is an obscure company. We're just in in our gaming. Yeah, and um, also in comparison to the other characters that they. I think Dragon Quest is still bigger than Fatal Fury. For sure. Yeah. So, but like, I, I don't think fa- uh, so. Like, I think Fatal Fury is huge. Like, people will always remember Fatal Fury for like the side-scrolling beat 'em up. Aren't they still around, or am I wrong? That's Blaze Blue that's still around because at no, Evo no, they're, still, they're still around. Blaze Blue is definitely around. SNK is still producing games. Yeah, and I think at Evo there's SNK fighting games that are there. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, they're just not the main. It's not Street Fighter Five. It's not Smash, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Also, they announced that we're going to get more fighters. They didn't announce the fifth fighter. So, so before you get to that, sorry. Fatal Fury, sorry, Terry, Bo- Terry Beauregard, he's coming November 2019. Oh, yeah, that's right, which is just around the around corner the as corner. well, within yeah. two months. So they really squeezed three of these characters all together because it took a while for us to get Joker, I feel, after release. Yeah, Joker came out in April. Mm-hmm. The game was released in december so it took about four months before we even right. got one of the characters before like and i'm talking wii u days mm-hmm. nintendo said we will never release a dlc character because we have him in our pocket okay we will work on dlc we'll finish the main game and then work on dlc after and at the time i believed them because it's nintendo but now considering your next news piece i don't think that's true i think they do have these characters in their pocket what's your what were you going to say i don't agree with that because we spoke about this i think they have the licensing already in their pocket so for example if it was going to be another microsoft exclusive character like let's say cuphead or master chief was coming out sakurai nintendo has already dealt with microsoft and they're like yes you can use this here's the franchise do whatever you want here are some limitations yada 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 i don't think it's already actually developed i don't think I, I it think, is i, I, I think it's think more so drawing board it's more sketches it's more this is what we're gonna, thinking of doing this is his move set that we want to do now let's program it i think it's practical to have them all and then release them when you need to release them i like the concept of them not locking dlc behind you know the paywall already having it and everything yeah i think that's a, a good model but i don't think they're doing that anymore and another thing these characters that are being released these extra characters they're not part of a fighter pass. Yeah, it was actually written underneath when they said new fighters are being developed. It said it will not be part of the fighter pass. They will be sold separately. Now, we don't know how many more characters they're going to add. They might include some sort of package at the end. A fighter's pass possibly down the road if you haven't bought any of them. Right. But look, these are probably going to be sold at like $6 a piece. Yeah. Um, or, and- depending on the character, a premium. Yeah. I, I know Ryu for the Wii U was premium what about uh cloud probably cloud yeah yeah i can see that man remember the days on the wii when it was like a japanese exclusive game or whatever and they would charge you a premium. they would charge you a premium because i guess licensing and stuff <laughs> but that actually don't want to spend too much time on smash but i was speaking to you about this earlier too off air do you ever think that they would release an ultimate edition of Super ultimate. Smash Bros. Ultimate? Basically, a game of the year edition, a complete collection, which would include 
all of the DLC characters, all the stages, all the music, all the added stuff in one ultimate package. I do not think that's Nintendo's style. I hope they don't do that. Sakurai has gone. He spoke actually about this after this Nintendo Direct. He showed off Banjo and then he gave a little behind the scenes information. Like he played with Toby Fox and Toby Fox is actually pretty good at the game. Uh, Toby Fox again is of Undertale fame. Sans is in Sans is in it. Yeah. As a, as a costume, a costume. Not as a character. So during that, he uh, Sakurai explained, I call this edition ultimate. All the characters are coming back. I don't know. Definitely not for a, a, another Smash. Will we ever get all these characters back? It just will not happen. So why not go balls to the wall mm-hmm. and include every character that we, we wanted? So that's why I think they are doing the extra fighters that aren't in the fighter pass but with that being said i think this this version will be it i don't think they will release an ultimate ultimate edition because you can always download the fighters and in the spirit of things so you could buy the fighter pass right but you could still buy these characters in the fighter pass individually yeah right which is a good model because what if I don't want to play as Banjo? Yeah. And I just want to play as Joker. It ends up being cheaper because you're only buying one or two anyway. Exactly. Which I think is a good model. And actually, Microsoft did that with Killer Instinct when they rebooted that. Yeah, but that was a completely free-to-play game with purchasing of characters. Of characters, yeah. right. And a rotation of the free characters. Yeah, which Brawlhalla, I think, still does too. Right. Brawlhalla actually in, yeah, included WWE characters. Yeah, recently. For SummerSlam or something, I think. Or was it just... Just for so. Oh, okay. So I don't think they will release an Ultimate Ultimate Edition. Fair reasoning. I mean, they released... I guess this is not an Ultimate Edition because this didn't actually include the DLC. But even Breath of the Wild got an Explorer Edition on the Switch well after the original game got released. Which I think came with a strategy guide. I don't know if it came with anything extra. Odyssey also got that. Again, it didn't include DLC because yeah, there is exactly. no paid DLC anyways in Odyssey. But yeah. I still can see them doing something where they include everything on it, even though they've never done that in the past and Sakurai has said what he said. Right. We'll see. I don't think it hurts. Like, I wouldn't be upset if they're like, shit, they release an Ultimate Edition. I'm not going to go buy it. I have the characters anyways. But I think And it's, you bought the Fighter Pass. Yeah. And I, I, I just think it's one way someone that's on the edge where they're like, what like maybe I'll get Smash now since it has everything do you in think there, people, and it would be priced the same price as what the original retail game is. Do you think people like that exist? Probably not. <laughs> but there must Smash be. we're talking about. Yeah, but I know lots of people like like the Black Five doesn't really play Smash. That's true, but do like how Sean, many of them own Switches though? Sean owns a Switch. That's one. Sean. Tell us, would you get? Smash Bros. Ultimate Ultimate. We'll ask him in the next wrestling pod, actually. That's right. Yes, uh, Walk With Ali is part of our wrestling pod, the more famous of our podcast. And we'll actually do one uh, this week because a lot of wrestling news has gone down. Austin is on Raw right now. Probably. Right now, actually, yeah. Okay, let's move on to Link's Awakening. Can I say that I'm not really that excited? Yeah, you're allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> so they've added a few new things. I like. Okay, so first and foremost... I like that they're doing this Yoshi Woolly World type of experimentation with the graphics. Different art style, yeah. It's more claymation almost. I would say toy based, but yeah, claymation. And they've added new features like you can build your own dungeon. Yeah, Super Mario Maker, Super Zelda Maker basically. So check this out. This game 
actually uses amiibo. Yes. <laughs> you can save your dungeons that you created in your game to your amiibo. Then take it over to your friend's house, let them tap your amiibo in, yeah. and play your dungeon. That's a writable information that you've saved to your amiibo. The only other game to do that was Super Smash Bros. for Wii U and 3DS and Are you sure there's no other games? Because they always said you could only hold one saveable game on it. So if you do that, you lose all your Smash. I'm I'm almost 100% sure. Again, this is only for Zelda characters, though. I think this game only works with Zelda. Correct. 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 The Amiibo functionality is kind of strange because I know Nintendo is slowly backing out of uh, Amiibo Amiibo support. So that's I found that interesting with the game. I'm not too too interested because it's still a game uh game boy game that's being re-released right mm-hmm. i like the character models but again that has to go with the art style for the npcs mm-hmm. other than that it comes out september 20th well, september is a packed month <laughs> yeah the 20th especially because the the switch light comes out on that day and another port of an rpg also comes out on that day and probably other games as well so another thing i'm really not excited for is the switch light <laughs> but we could talk about that later yeah link's awakening i have my pre-order in i'm hyped for the game are uh, you though i am because it's zelda and you never played this game before yeah i never played link's awakening what if you can I get this was... on a virtual console what like the original game boy game yeah i guess but i like the art style of this i yeah. like that it looks and the whole dungeon building thing. Are you going to use of... that one? Yeah, because it's not that complicated. Yeah, but are you? What? Who are you going to share it with? Online. It has I online. I don't oh, think man. so. Fucking it's Nintendo. strictly amiibo. You save it to your amiibo. You take your amiibo to a house and you share it that way. I'm sure they'll patch that in. <laughs> I don't know. Game looks cool. I'm hyped for it. It's definitely number three on my list of top three Nintendo first party games. <laughs> but <laughs> play uh, Minish Cap. Oh, yeah, that's the GBA one. I do want to try that out, too. But we'll see if I like this, because actually we'll get into it later on when it got announced in this direct. Let's move on to one of the longest titles of any (laughs) game ever. Speaking of long titles, this whole direct is full of long-ass titles, bro. Yeah, if you think about it, Link's Awakening is officially called The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Yeah. This next one is Dragon Quest XI-S Echoes of an Elusive Age definitive edition that is the full friggin title it is a port or a definitive edition of dragon quest 11 which got released on the ps4 so september 27th it's getting released this was actually the first the very very first game that was ever announced for the switch even back when it was called the nintendo nx at a sony press conference they announced the game and they announced the platforms and in their little highlight reel PowerPoint presentation, yeah. uh, they had NX. Wow. Wada was probably still alive at the time. He was. Wow. He was. So uh, it was the very first, so it's notable to be the very first NX or Switch game announced. It was released for the PS4 and the 3DS. The 3DS version was actually pretty unique. So on the top screen, there were 3D visuals. And on the bottom screen, it was old school Dragon Quest 2D visuals. I did not know that. So this version of the game is a hybrid of the HD version and the 3DS version, which is fantastic. Square Enix support is pretty amazing for the Nintendo Switch. 
This one comes out when? September 27th. 27th. September of this month. In addition to coming out September 27th, right now you can download a demo, which is the biggest demo probably Nintendo Switch has ever seen. Or it's any a, system has ever seen. I've never heard right. of this before. It's a 10-hour demo. And your save from the 10-hour demo goes on, well, if you purchase the full game, it goes, it transfers over. That's amazing. What do you think about this game? Do you think you'll try out this game after your love affair with Fire Emblem? Yeah, I should really download the demo. You keep telling me to download it. At least give it a shot because it seems interesting. I've never played a Dragon Quest game, but I mean, I never played a Fire Emblem game. And here we are, right? Right, right. You know what? I'll probably give the demo a try. I'm just probably not going to give that demo a try before September 27th. Yeah. There's too much I'm playing now. And then with Link's Awakening coming on the 20th. Yeah. I don't think I, I'm going to play it, but it is on my radar. Yeah. That's for sure. But this is definitely a historic game, I think, mm-hmm. just being an NX game. <laughs> True. And the art style, classic Dragon Quest. The guy who actually worked on uh, the creator of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super and Dragon Ball GT. Well, not Dragon Ball GT, but the others. Yeah. Actually helped out in the Dragon Quest style. Huh. Did yeah. I don't know that. Uh, I do think that Trials of Mana looks better than this, though. Yeah, but Trials of Mana does not have that 2D it doesn't. Uh, thing that I mistakenly said earlier. But um, Correct. Yeah, I do agree that Trials of Mana does look better. It's, it's modern graphics do look better. Yeah, correct. Okay, so next is a port. Another JRPG. Another JRPG and another Wii U port. It's Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Sharp FE Encore, is that how it's pronounced? Correct. And that will be coming in January of 2020. January 17th to be exact. January 17th, yeah. I was blown away when Amriel told me that the FE stands for Fire Emblem. <laughs> I thought, because I don't know anything about Tokyo Mirage ses- Sessions, that when they announced more Fire Emblem, I thought it was just some crossover that they were like adding to this port. Oh, right. uh, but it actually is part of the original thing. And I actually learned more about this game than I ever knew. <laughs> I didn't know the whole music thing and right. so, I knew nothing about this game. So This game originally came out for the Wii U. I actually own it for the Wii U. Unfortunately, I got pretty deep and forgot to save and then was killed. So all my progress was not saved. <laughs> it was for you RPG players out there. You know what that feels like. So yeah, this is a definitive edition of the Wii U version. You get to play as extra characters. There's actually um, a new J-pop song that's included. Yeah. The whole game is based off of the J-pop idols in Japan, the, that whole culture. This is a very, very, very Japanese game. It is a very Japanese game. I could tell just from the damn trailer. So be aware of that before you jump into it. Yeah. It kind of took me off guard. It's like if Persona 5 gave birth. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't have a better analogy there. Nice. But yeah, it is mostly a Persona game. Yeah. Everything about it is a Persona game. The only connection to Fire Emblem is the characters you use in battle are Fire Emblem characters. Crom's in it. Yeah, Crom is in it. No, no one from Three Houses because this game came out before that. There is kind of a similar system to certain certain types of attacks are stronger than other certain types of attacks, like a rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. But other than that, the Fire Emblem inclusion is very low. It's a fun game. It's an engaging game. You like Persona, you're going to like this game. It is just very, very Japanese. Yeah. And But it's good that this game is getting a port. 
I don't usually like ports, but it's a good it's a good team up. I like it. Uh, I also agree that the time it's being released is good. It's coming out in January, which is usually a, a slower time. If you remember this year in January, we got new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe came out at that time. So I think it's the perfect time to throw in a port like that. And it probably didn't sell that well on the Wii U. So let's move on to Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise. <laughs> Full title. <laughs> coming out in 2020. That's all I have to say about that. What do you have to say about it? Me too. Okay. It has a dated but acceptable art style. Acceptable? No. No, I, of course it's acceptable. I have yeah. to accept it. It exists. I live in a world where it exists. So. It it actually reminds me of um, a game actually that you have but have not played. This going to sound Dis- weird. Day of Disaster or Disaster Day. Oh. Disaster Day of Reckoning. Thank you. <laughs> it's funny. As soon as you said it was a game that I had, it, I, my mind went to that. It, it kind of looks like that. So it's, it's trying for... It It almost tries for a photorealistic, but you know they're doing an artistic style of photorealism. Yeah. Uh, if that makes sense. Um, so they're not going for photorealism, but close to. And that comes out 2020. Yep. And then they also did a shadow drop for the original Deadly Premonition. I don't know if this was the original title, but it's called Deadly Premonition Origins. It's not an original title. That's the... So it's like a remake. Okay, the remake. So Deadly Premonition Origins Shadow Dropped September 4th, so it's available now. And it's eShop exclusive. There you go. Next, we have Definity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition. <laughs> what do you think about this one? It, it got Shadow Dropped, by the way. This was also dropped yeah. on that day. So. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it could have been on the indie, indie showcase we spoke about last week. Yeah. The cool thing is it cross saves between Steam and the Switch. That is the coolest thing. And that's all I have to say about that. Yep, you covered the main thing. So let's move on. <laughs> Bethesda had a special announcement. So Peter Hines from id Software, yep. he came on and he had this announcement. And it, I wasn't, I don't like these games. <laughs> I don't yeah. like these games. They make me nauseous when I look at them. But it's cool that it is still providing support for the nintendo switch i would rather their newer games yeah but n64 doom is coming to the nintendo switch and the cool thing about it is it has never been released on any other system other than the n64 so this is kind of a forgotten or a a doom that was not really forgotten it's loved but you haven't played it recently yeah so like all the other dooms like the i know doom 1 2 and 3 just got ported to the switch about a month ago but those were always available on a number of systems so it's cool to see doom 64 even though yeah visual style probably hasn't aged that well but i mean it looks like it runs better yeah it definitely runs more than the native five frames a second (laughs) that n64 runs on uh that's november 22nd by the way that that's coming out okay thanks Next game is Rogue Company coming out in 2020. You had a lot to say about this, so that <laughs> it reminded you of something. It just reminded so, <laughs> so it just reminded me of a long lost Wii U game. I'm pretty sure they've taken this game off of the servers of the eShop. A game called Lost Reavers. It's a co-op game. It's a shooter. It's a third-person game where you go about different levels, killing hordes of enemies, getting to a certain point in the level yeah and moving on it looks all right it definitely looks a lot better than lost reavers any new ip is great i like new ips yeah i'll give you that uh it does seem a little generic to me so i'm not really excited about it but a new ip is a new ip it's good to see that support for the system right shout out to the wii u 
Exactly. <laughs> Next, we have Pokemon Sword and Shield, which introduced four new features, they said, in the... I, I, I don't... Not really features. They, they touched on four different things, and we'll go through them quickly. Full customization of your character. Yep. Uh, shirts, bottoms, hair, <laughs> everything. Makeup. Maybe skin color. I don't know. But Definitely skin color. They have a whole bunch of different things, which is kind of cool. Next was Pokemon Camp, which is basically you can play Pokemon with your Pokemon. Pokemon Ami? Yeah. Have you heard of that? No, I know Pokemon Ranch, which was on Pokemon the Ranch, But Pokemon Ami is basically a, a, a function, a mode in the game where you pet your Pokemon. You play uh, with your Pokemon. You feed your Pokemon. Well, Let's Go even has that where you can play with your partner Pokemon, feed them, and yeah. dress them up. So, Similar to like like a Tamagashi type of thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, added feature, kind of cool, I guess. Next is cooking. This was the the weirdest one to me. I like this one. Um, you get a curry dex, basically, <laughs> because it kind of has a Breath of the Wild feel to me in yeah, terms of making correct. recipes, and there are over 100 different curries you yeah. can make. And I guess there's going to be stat boosts and you build up your relationship with some of your now, Pokemon. Now, that's maybe not. Maybe not stat boosts. They, they did not mention stat No, they boosts. didn't. I'm, I'm just assuming here. It would be great if they did. And I was actually going to say when you were talking about the customization, I wish that the different type of gear you put on would probably stat boost a certain uh, type of Pokemon yeah. instead of it just being a visual, visual. effect. The curry thing I like... Because it goes into a little bit of the lore of Pokemon. I think maybe you can eat Pokemon in this game. Maybe. They showed sausages. They showed sausages. But it just said sausage. So yeah. I don't think they're Embor sausages or anything <laughs> like that. Ooh, Embor sausages. That's a good one. <laughs> Spoink sausages. Oh, man. They did say a lot of the recipes would involve berries, though. But 100% there were sausages. Yeah. And next, they introduced two new Pokemon. We had Poltegeist. Which is basically a ghost tea that lives in a teapot. <laughs> you heard that right? And it sometimes lets its trainer drink it. <laughs> so weird. Absolutely so weird. I guess it's almost like this this uh, generation's version of Mimikyu? No, no, no. I don't think. So uh, Mimikyu was a Pikachu-like of that Oh, yeah, generation. because then it wanted to be popular, so yeah, it yeah. dressed up like that. And if you actually see it, you'll die of a horrific <laughs> death because of how ugly it is. So nothing to do, and you can't taste the Mimikyu. That's sexual assault. Um, and the other one, which I actually really like, was a goofy pelican type of bird almost, I yeah, would say. Yeah, I would say. Uh, it was Cramorant. Cramorant, yeah, correct. Yeah, what did you think of those Pokemon? So Poltegeist is cool. It reminded me for some reason of Beauty and the Beast. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, it has a special attack called, um, uh, what was it? Like Weak Guard or something? Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. And I, So basically, it's in a teapot. So the Pokemon isn't the teapot. It just haunts the teapot then? Yeah. The actual Pokemon is like the tea liquid inside. Though so you'll never see just the Pokemon by itself. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like I'll, a Klefki or like a bunch I of I wonder if it'll evolve. That'll be interesting. Yeah, that would be cool if it turns into like a whole tea set. Camerant, um, I am more interested in because it's more Pokemon. Yeah. It's a water flying. And so it has. it also has a special move called Gulp, Gulp Missile. Missile. Yeah. Now, the special thing with Gulp Missile is we may... So two things. We may have seen a third Pokemon that was never revealed. So Gulp Missile is when Camerant uses a water type move like Dive or any, I, I think any water type, I think. It comes up with a fish in its mouth, like some 
gulls dive into the water and yeah. eat fish. So it comes up with a fish in its gullet, and it actually shoots the fish at the opposing Pokemon. Now, is that fish a Pokemon, or is that fish confirmation that fish, like animal fish, are a thing in the Pokemon universe? I don't think it's going to be a Pokemon. I think it's just going to be fish, and then you can use that fish also in your curry. <laughs> but yeah, it's just going to be that actual animals exist in the Pokemon universe, and it's going to make things even weirder in the Pokemon universe. Okay, because I don't know if you remember, I believe... Back in the Pokemon anime, they were just normal birds. They weren't like Pidgeys Pokemon, or anything. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I found that interesting, but I also found the design interesting too. How, uh, and that was your favorite reveal? Yeah, out of all that. I mean, the cooking, I guess, was the most out there that I, I think was cool because it was completely out there. Yeah. I was just more like, what? And it sticks to the gotta catch them all mentality of there's a hundred of them, so you want Yeah, to... I know. This to finish your curry decks. I don't know if it was <laughs> called curry decks, but they said something in the curry PDI or something. I don't know. The game does look better and better every time I see it. Yeah, that's for sure. Next, we have the Nintendo Online got a new addition at no additional cost. The highly rumored for a long time SNES Online service. Actually, what is the full title, Amriel? Can you <laughs> tell us the full title? Super Nintendo Entertainment System... For the Switch Online. There you go. Another long title. Basically, they released almost Shadow Dropped. It came out the next day, so September 5th. Yeah. 20 SNES games. It's in its own app, separate from the NES games. Correct. We got games such as Super Mario World, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Star Fox. Star Fox, Kirby's um, Dream Land 3, and Kirby's... Crash Course? No, Dream Course. Dream Course. We got even weird titles like Stunt... FX. Stunt Race G... Uh, FX? FX. Yeah, wow. Just a bunch of actual... Like, I think the lineup was good. Yeah, and 20, just like that. I don't think we started with... I could be wrong. I don't think we started with 20 on the NES. Maybe we did. But SNES games are loads better than NES games. A hundred times. Uh, agreed. They, it's cool that they added online functionality to certain games. Yeah. Mario Kart. Yeah, you could actually play Mario Kart the battle mode or the regular mode. Yeah. Multiplayer. And games like Ghosts and Goblins, that has... Well, all games have rewind ability. Yep. So you can go a little bit back if you screw up a certain part. That game's really hard, so you'll need it. But in addition to the cool additions, like the extra features that they added and the robust lineup that they added, they also said that, hey, you know what? You can get Super Nint- modern Super Nintendo Entertainment System controllers. Unfortunately, only people with Nintendo Online can purchase them. Yeah. And they cost 30 bucks. 30 US dollars. US so you're dollars. probably looking at 40 here in Canada. And I was a little disappointed. I wanted them to slide on to the Switch kind of like the NES ones did, but that's just me. I like the fact that they aren't Joy-Cons, that they include all the buttons. They actually include a Z, R, and ZL yeah. button. They're tiny, but you really can't beat the Super Nintendo controller. My favorite system, One of my favorite systems of all time. Genesis is better. But anyways, <laughs> um, and also this wasn't announced during the Direct, but... There's going to be no more regular releases for the NES and SNES Online. They're just going to release games on their own schedule. We don't know what that means monthly, weekly, or once a year. But, yeah. But no, seriously. Like, they will release batches of games. I'm going to assume they're going to release bigger chunks. I don't even think batches. Of, oh, I think God. like maybe one or two. Like a month still, though? Yeah. You th- I don't think it... Because if they're saying it's not going to come regularly, we probably won't even get them monthly. Yeah. So that's a little disappointing. But we'll see. We'll, 
it, this just came out. There's uh, a lot there to play. Like link a link to the past right there is what like 15 to 20 true. hours of gameplay. True. Going on with the Nintendo Online news, they talked about a game that is near and dear to your heart, Tetris 99. They could have made the whole <laughs> the whole direct about Tetris 99. I don't want to spend too much time on it. Version 2.0 came out. It came out the next day basically so september 5th they added a whole bunch of stuff tetris 99 invictus mode which is basically the tetris- hard mode yeah the tetris 99 mode but only if you've won a regular tetris 99 mode so if you got a tetris maximus you're mm-hmm. invited to play in the tetris 99 invictus mode which is actually faster and only contains champions basically they added daily missions there's four daily missions every day it can be something like get five ko's or get 100 lion clear in a match whatever and you can use those daily missions you get tickets to unlock themes so they have a bunch of retro uh, nintendo themes like legend of zelda donkey kong uh, super mario bros and also some generic themes and they also added new icons that you could put on your player profile that unlock by doing different things right. it could be sending this much garbage over winning three games in a row stuff like that so a bunch of basically in-game achievements to unlock these badges and part two of the dlc came out which has two player share mode and you can also play against each other in eight player local uh, multiplayer as well yo what's your uh, switch online name my switch online name i believe is ricky the leaf it will show up as tricky but i think if you were to add me it's ricky the leaf all right so add them up and play tetris 99 but remember it's friend codes on things so using names ah, shit. thank you nintendo for that <laughs> it's like crack to him help, send help <laughs> man i love tetris 99 but that's it for that physical edition just came out two two days ago go buy the physical edition even if you already paid for the dlc digitally. <laughs> next on the docket is sonic and mario at the tokyo games 2020 yep coming out november 5th no real new stuff covered in this one nah, that we didn't this, know about so i think this is the best looking mario and sonic game Agreed. uh to date they only get better and better i think this may bring us closer to finally having a mario and sonic platformer there is a story mode included in this where they go back to the original uh japanese olympic games in 1964 and they're in their 8-bit sprites uh, which is cool. It's Mario, Sonic, Bowser, and Eggman. And the dream events is the hook for this game is they're all doing the stuff in their 8-bit personas. It looks cool. It looks like the best one. I hope you get it. Yeah, I really want it. It just sucks that I know this is going to be an $80 game, which is basically a mini game collection. But man, it looks really good. Like, I'm really actually hyped up for this game. When does it come out? November 5th. Nice. Which is, there's nothing really in November that I'm that hyped for, but a few days before that is Luigi's Mansion 3. So we'll see about this. Um, that possibly can go on sale. Not because a few it, days. After. Yeah. yeah. Um, it could possibly go on sale because it's officially a Sega title. So it might see some sales because I, I know I got Sonic Forces for like 30 bucks. Ew. <sighs> Next we have... Damon X Machina. Yeah, uh, it's coming out in just a few days on September the 13th. A new demo dropped, I believe. Yeah, new demo dropped. Um, it also has uh, multiplayer for mm-hmm. a demo. That's pretty cool. Yeah, four-player co-op. And it's, so it's the it's the prelude. So all your save data can be transferred over to which the. Seems like that's a trend now these days, which yeah. is awesome to see. It's amazing. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you do that? It's a demo, and if yeah, you because like then it, I'm gonna have to play that part yeah, again too, right? Exactly. So. so good looking out for that. I like. Okay, so not a lot of people are big on this game. I like unique games and i think this should be supported yeah it's gonna get like a 70 on metacritic 
Hopefully it's gonna not. be forgotten about. Yeah. Nah, it's realistically yes, but I hope people support it. I hope people support it. Unfortunately, I won't. Uh, not because I don't want to support it. It's just there's too much coming out right now, and just I don't see it feasible. Maybe one day. Yeah, financially. Oh yeah, I'm gonna add Damon X Machina because it's an exclusive. I want that yeah. in my collection, just down the road. Right. Next up is your game of show. Yeah, actually my game of show. Like I was for some reason I was really <laughs> hyped to see this game. Star Wars, Star Wars Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcasts. <laughs> Uh, another long long name now this is an old school game obviously the sequel it is not an ea title but it actually came out from aspire a-s-p-y-r it's a solo single player game no loot boxes or anything like that uh just good fun the graphics are dated but it is updated frame rate looks pretty good it comes it out it looks smooth yeah, yeah it does smooth. look smooth um especially with the jedi flips lightsaber yeah. battles uh it comes out september 24th it looks like old school video game fun yep agreed and that's probably an eShop game i doubt that's getting a physical release but who knows agreed next up N- next up we have witcher 3 which we knew about no real news on this one i don't think october 15th i it, so it looks blurry but I'm amazed that they could fit it on the Switch. Yeah, and fun fact, the whole game is available on the cartridge. No download is needed to download the game. It's on a 32 gig cartridge. They finally used the 32 gig cartridges, which were available from launch, but I know it could be a little bit more expensive to produce, but at least they didn't pull the bullshit of... Capcom? uh, (laughs) Yes, Capcom, where you have to download part of the game. Yeah, or the whole game. If you're looking at Wolfenstein New Colossus, I don't think... It even comes with the game. I think you get the case, and there's just no a download way. account. I, I don't think there's no, uh, there's not even a cartridge in it. But wow. I could be lying about that. That comes out October 15th. Correct, the same day as Overwatch, actually. Next, we have Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection, which includes Assassin's Creed 4 and Assassin's Creed Rogue. Yeah, is it a Rebellion Edition or a Rebellion? Rebel Collection. I had Rebel Collection. You're probably right. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not too sure. We didn't even get a date on this. Yeah, right? we didn't. No. Cool. Assassin's Creed. I'm not a fan of the series, but it's cool to see it on the system. I guess. What do you say? Any support. Yeah. It's good support. Next, we have Dauntless. It's Daunt- like a Monster Hunter light game. Yeah. So they showed off this game before. It looks like the developers are really jam packing it with content. If you're not into Monster Hunter, then try Dauntless. It might be. I remember hearing it earlier this year. There yeah, was a big uh, buzz about it that even it could be part of the game of the year discussion at the end. No. Of the yeah. People were talking about Dauntless. I'm not even joking. Really? Yeah. I mean, it looks impressive what they're doing, but. Huh. And then we had a sizzle reel, which I will go through quickly. If there is something that jumps out at you, you can raise your hand. Just Dance 2020, November 5th. You're not going to so, jump in on that one there? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, Dauntless is actually free to play. Oh, there we go. I remember I, yeah, I yeah. asked. Oh, okay. So Just Dance 2020, November 5th. Grid Autosport, September the 19th. Farming Simulator 20, December 3rd. That's the big December 3rd game. So you said Just Dance? Yeah. Did you mention if the Wii version exists? We don't know. <laughs> We're, our money is on that the, the Wii, Wii is still going to get another release of yeah. Just Dance because 2019 came out on it. Not on the Wii U, but it came out on the Wii. <laughs> Um, well, when you have over 100 million systems sold, why not yeah. release it on the Wii, right? The cool thing with Grid, coming out September 19th, is that the developers said that the GameCube controllers are actually compatible. Now, that's important oh, because yeah, yeah. the triggers for the GameCube controller are 
analog and not digital so you can press the gas hard or light or whatever you want so that's pretty cool that they included the gamecube support farming sim whatever yeah nino kuni september 20th which is just a port of the ps3 game looks it still really looks good yeah NBA 2K20 is coming, or it has come out. Yeah. It came out September, September 6th. 6th. Just a quick fun fact. There was a problem on the PC if you installed the game on your desktop. The NBA 2K19 logo showed up. So Which that... is a is a summarization of what sports games are nowadays. It's yeah. literally like the same game, but It's slightly... just a facelift. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Call of Cthulhu. Thank you, because I was going to fuck that up. October 8th, that comes out. And that's an H.P. Lovecraft, if you don't know uh, Cthulhu lore. A bunch of novels about him. Next up is The Outer Worlds. I'm surprised it was on the sizzle reel, to be honest, because it's a big game that everybody's looking forward to. Yeah. It looks really good, and it has a good pedigree. Yeah, and it's that's just coming soon. We don't have a date for the, for the Switch version. It yeah. will come after the other ones get released. But it's a good get for Nintendo. Yeah, agreed. Next, we have Devil May Cry 2 coming out September 19th. Shout out, Sharif. Yes, Sharif East. Or, well, I should just say S East so people don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's coming out on his actual birthday. And the first one got released on the Switch not too long ago, too. So that's cool to see that. It's going to be overpriced, as always. But whatever, (laughs) it's on the Switch. And then last of the sizzle reel is Vampire or Vampir. V-A-M-P-Y-R. So... (laughs) It comes out October 29th, and it's from the same people who made Call of Cthulhu, which is Focus Home Interactive. There is no gameplay shown, so we'll see about that. I mean, it made it on a Nintendo Direct, so hopefully it's... Is that a port? I don't know. Oh, I thought that was a port. It didn't say. Oh, okay. And then we end the show with a port from the Wii. Not, Not really. So they spoke about Animal Crossing. Oh, shit. So, but oh, yeah, I wrote it on a different page. My but apologies. Nothing new. What we already knew about Animal Crossing, they kind of condensed and threw at the end of this. Yeah. Uh, to I guess maintain the hype for Animal Crossing because they know for some reason people are crazy about that franchise. I'm not a fan of Animal Crossing. Ricky Leaf, you are. I am a fan. Uh, yeah, they didn't talk about anything. They even said, "Here's a video of pretty much everything we revealed at E3." Yeah. Uh, the visuals, the crafting. Nook Miles, which are like objectives in the game. Right. So the pole vault looks like you'll only use it at beginning of the game because you can hopefully build bridges or something. You won't always have to use it. Yeah. The character looked taller. Uh, I think they changed the model up a little bit. Crafting finally makes it a game. (laughs) Makes it more like Minecraft too. It makes it a game game, right? A little bit closer to Stardew, maybe. A little Happy Home Designer influence, though that's a 3DS game. Mm Mm-hmm. And it has a rewards program, which you touched on, which was Nook Miles, um, which makes it even more of a game. And four players can be in one town. I remember, I think you told me in the GameCube game, you could only have two. You can have four, but you can't both play at the same time. Yeah. This shows that you can play all four players at the same time. In the same town. I believe so. Okay. All right. From the visuals, it looked like, or like from the gameplay they showed, it looked like all four people were running around at the same. I know in the online, it's eight player, and those can all run in the same town. Right. All in all, same shit. Yeah. I mean, they have photos with filters. That's cool. And you can curve paths. (laughs) Yeah. And that comes out March 20th. March 20th, 2020. Shout out, Nancy. And the last game, which you alluded to, Mm -hmm. is a game that I hold near and dear. A game that was part of Project Rainfall, if anybody remembers that. There were three games that were released for the Wii back in 2012. 
that was were not coming to America or North America. We got Xenoblade. We got Final Story or Last Story and Disaster. Pandora's Tower. Oh, man. I just want to mention that game again. Right. Sorry. So the game in question is they are remaking Xenoblade Chronicles. It's an HD remake. It looks pretty good, but it's the same old game. They did release this game on the 3DS. That game was kind of a a mess because it was only new 3ds so this game looks pretty good but i'm surprised they closed out the direct with a port of a wii game yeah i was hoping for a new series a uh, new game in the series but again i love i love this game i was part of project rainfall i signed the petition and everything yeah an official title xenoblade chronicles definitive edition correct in yeah. case anybody wanted to the definitive edition is probably the name that was dropped the most during this uh during this direct this was a nintendo direct definitive edition (laughs) yeah pretty much and that's everything from that direct so thank you for listening to us on that you could either well if you've listened to us talk about it already it is probably longer than the actual direct thank you all for taking the time to listen to this generic transmission this generic podcast with amriel and ricky the leaf you could catch us online on our YouTube channel where you are possibly listening to this, which is Generic SideQuest. Generic Side Quest. But also on Spotify. Yeah, we're on the Spotify game now. Yeah, thanks to our producer, S. East, or Sharif E, <laughs> to keep him anonymous. <laughs> but yeah, so find us there. Find us online by typing in Amriel, Ricky the Leaf, 8-Bit to the Future, other acronyms and things that people call us by. Yeah, GSQ. That's right. Thank you all and game on. Peace.